0: Impact Driven Entrepreneur, episode 146 Scalable Strategy How to Make More Doing Less. Stay tuned. You're here to make a difference. It's our job to help you do that. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur Podcast, the podcast that helps you to build a thriving coaching company by becoming a thriving, impactful CEO. We do that through the impact formula methodology. And what this means is that you're going to be selling out your offers, scaling beyond one on one into group programs, and leveraging a team so that you can exponentially increase your income and slash your work week. It's time to experience the true income, impact, and freedom you deserve. Welcome back to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur Podcast. Today, we are talking all about scaling your business. We are so excited to share this episode with you because scaling is really about making more while doing less. And over the last six years growing my online business, what I've noticed time and time again is that coaches that are struggling to increase their income, who are struggling to make it, to get to the next level, to, you know, maybe you're trying to get out of your corporate job, or maybe you have left your corporate job and you're trying to get to where you can hire that next team member. Like whatever that looks like, one of the mistakes that I see over and over again is that the strategy to try to get to that next level is usually to just add more to their plate let me add more platforms more funnels more programs more this another this another that and that next big thing is going to be the maker right that's the thing that's going to work and What I want you to realize is that that is an erroneous way of thinking. That's a huge word, but like, it's just not the right way to think because like, let's think about that for a second, right? When we add more complexity to something, when we add more to-dos to something, now it's like spreading yourself out so thin. And I like to look at the analogy of pushing a ball up a hill right? If you're trying to push a soccer ball up a hill, the best way to do it is to push it up in one direction. You wouldn't try to add more pressure from five different or six or seven different directions to that same ball. If you do that, it's not going to move. And what will happen is that the ball will pop and explode. So that is the problem with this, right? The consequence of doing this, the, the big problem with this is that coaches who are struggling end up completely burned out and not moving anywhere. They just stay stuck trying to do all of the things. And so the best way to move forward and get yourself to the next level in your business is to actually really strategically do less and do less better, Okay. I also want to say, like being an entrepreneur and being a coach who is thriving in your business makes you one of the 3% of people make up two thirds of jobs, right? So you're one of the 3% of people who make up two thirds of the jobs, right? What does that mean? You cannot think like the 97% of other people. And yet many times from school, from our parents, from wherever, We've been programmed by society to think like the 97% of other people, and we can't. If we continue to think that way, we're going to continue to stay stuck. So, I think a lot of times the reason that people are thinking that adding the next thing, adding more, adding more, adding more is going to make it better is because they've been pre programmed either for part of their life, all of their life, or a long period of time that more work means more money. Think about it. When you're in a job, if you want overtime, you're going to take overtime and you'll make overtime salary, right? Add more hours, you're going to make more money, right? That's not the way it works in entrepreneurship. You just have to refine the value of what you're creating, be more effective, efficient at it. That's how you get a raise, okay? So it's a completely different way of thinking let's look at this. If Steve Jobs would have settled for thinking in mediocre terms, right? If he was to have settled for thinking like the 97% of other people, he would never have created Apple. So it really is all about elevating your thinking to acknowledge, hey, I am one of the 3%. I am different. Other people around me may not be thinking this way and that's okay. All right. So now let's take a look at what can we actually do to scale? How can you make more doing less? Number one is build a scalable business model. Okay. Build a scalable business model. Write that down. In the profitable impact formula, our signature program, we teach you the thrive business model. This is the model that you will utilize to thrive as a coach. And the reason that we teach this is because you have a three-tiered approach to your programs and services, okay Your business model is essentially just what do you sell? If we had to boil it down to like what is business model even mean, it's what do you sell? What you sell determines the ability for your business to scale. Let me give you an example. Let's say you are a coach servicing clients one-on-one. They hire you for one coaching session or maybe a package of coaching sessions and they're going to pay you for that hour that you coach them. That is grand and dandy, but it is not scalable because let's say a hundred people come to you tomorrow and they want to hire you as your coach. Now you can't. Now you don't have the time now you are completely limited by the number of hours that you can work so that means your business model is not scalable and a lot of times coaches who are trying to build their business they're trying to do it through non-scalable methods because as coaches we're taught we've got to you know coach people and do it one-on-one sure yes but is it going to set you up for the scale and the level of impact you want to make? And most often the answer to that is no. So what are the three types of revenue streams that we recommend? One, a one-on-one or done-for-you service. Number two is leveraged income service. And number three is a passive income revenue stream. Okay. So those are the three revenue streams. One-on-one, leveraged, and passive. So your passive income means the service of it is passive. It does not mean that the selling of it is totally passive necessarily, unless you've set it up that way, okay? The one-on-one service, it is not passive, but that doesn't mean that the selling of it is necessarily active, right? It doesn't mean you have to fill it with one-on-one sales calls. You can, It doesn't mean it's mandatory, okay? So when you're looking at it, a lot of times when I'm working with clients, what I'm realizing is there's so much like how things should be or like their perception of what things should be like that they are thinking inside of a box. We need to have them think outside of the box to be able to truly scale their business, okay? And when I say leverage offers, this is where I really love and lean on the group programs. But with a group program, you could easily get to multiple six figures and still only be working on actually coaching like one or two hours a week. That's absolutely possible for you. So that's why I love the group model because it allows you to have that ability to really take on way more clients and not have it take up more of your time. That's what I mean by scalable in terms of your offers and your business model. Okay, so the keys are a few things. Number one, have a three-pronged revenue stream. Obviously, you're not gonna have all of these on day one. Obviously, even on year one, you may not have these depending on what is working and what is not working and really problem solving through each of these because it is no good to you if you have a revenue stream that doesn't sell. So a lot of times when I'm working with newer clients, that are first coming to me, they're like, well, I have these 10 products. I have a course. I have a this. I have a that. And come to find out none of it is selling. Well, that's not really considered part of your business model then, right? Like you're, it's not actually selling, so it doesn't work. So when you're building out these revenue streams, you got to be super intentional in how it's filling up, making sure it's all working properly before you go add another one. And so it may take you a couple years to get to where that 3 prong system is working. The beauty of the 3 prong system is that if any of those break, right? Like let's say one of those stops selling or coronavirus hits and all of a sudden it's irrelevant in the marketplace, like whatever might be the case, you can lean on the other revenue streams and still be okay, all right? So another thing I have to say about the business model is that you want to have the service part of the business, like how it's delivered, how it is carried out should be scalable, okay, in order for you to be able to scale, right? Which is all about making more money, doing less, right? And then the last one is you want to make sure you have an intentional customer success journey so that people who come through those programs become lifelong brand promoters okay this is far beyond what you're being taught traditionally here in terms of you know funnels and moving people through funnels and that kind of thing because what you want to create is lifelong brand promoters when you do that you're going to be able to scale so much faster and so much easier it is no longer about just getting more 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 clients that all buy one thing from me at once and on the other side of that is you can really reduce your marketing budget because it's seven times more expensive to get a new client than to keep a current client so you can see how the overall big picture strategy is so important when you're going about what you sell and making sure that that experience is going to be something that is scalable for your business. Okay. Next, there are three pieces that really allow you to scale. The first is effectiveness. How effective are you at creating results in your business? Right? Is the work that you and your team doing producing results? What is productivity like and how is it measured for yourself and each team member? How much is each team member producing? These are the critical aspects of effectiveness that if they're not nailed down early and they're not continue to be tweaked and uh, monitored continuously, once you start to scale, you're just going to scale these problems, okay? Okay. So an example I like to give is you want to always be solving the problem before you hire someone to come in and fix it. An example I like to give all the time is that I see a lot of coaches who are struggling. Let's say their problem is traffic. Like they're just not really, they don't have an audience. They don't have anyone coming and clicking on their stuff. Like nobody's buying. Like so, it must be that I don't have a big enough audience and I'm gonna invest in Facebook ads. So, what they do is they see that everybody else is investing in Facebook ads. So, they think that's their solution and they go try to do that. So, now they hire an expert who's gonna come in and do their Facebook ads. Okay, now that expert might be the best in the world at what they do and they bring you a thousand leads. They give you a thousand leads from thin air and you're like, yay, I love this person, right? Then what happens is those 1,000 leads, because the infrastructure wasn't there, because the customer success journey was not there, some of those leads may or may not convert, okay? And then what happens after those leads are brought in is maybe they don't convert because the whole problem wasn't a traffic problem, it was a messaging problem and it was messaging beginning to end of that customer success journey and so it means people weren't buying because they didn't see the value because they didn't understand why they should buy okay well then you could have a thousand leads and ask them for a dollar and if they don't think it's worth it they're not even going to spend a dollar so it doesn't really fix the problem is what i'm getting at and so now you know the facebook ad experts goes away And the business owner is here with a thousand leads who didn't buy and they wasted all this money, all this energy, et cetera. Now let's say they find out finally, oh, the problem was actually my messaging and I wasn't clearly communicating what I did. And so now I'm going to fix that messaging problem. Now the business owner is like, I need A 1,000 leads again, right? Now that I solved the actual problem, I need more people again. And that initial problem was never actually solved because all you did was get the 1,000 leads. But now your business has no process or way to recreate those 1,000 leads without having to hire that Facebook ads expert again. Not knocking Facebook ads experts. I love them. I have actually run ads for other people before. In when I did consulting. I've hired Facebook ads experts myself. What I am trying to show you is that if you don't solve the right problems in your business, you're going to continue to struggle and have more problems. And the other thing is if you don't build your business, like what is the asset that would have been the game changer here? The asset that would have been the game changer is if that business owner realized what the actual problem was fixed the actual problem and created a system and process i know that doesn't sound sexy guys but like created a system and process to be able to go out and acquire a thousand more leads on their own now the business owner relied on a contractor to do that but now the contractor was able to do that one time once, and now it is not part of what the business knows how to do. So in order to do that again, it has no other choice but to go get another contractor. I don't have to tell you that that just means they're gonna be like expending, expending, expending money on a contractor who owns all the knowledge for the business. So did the business actually become more knowledgeable and grow in terms of the assets of the business? No right? So you want to make sure you acquire knowledge for your company. One, like solve the right problems. Okay. Two, acquire knowledge that you can keep within your business so that you can duplicate and duplicate and duplicate your work. This is why in our programs, we give all of our clients our exact SOPs. Like I just got off of another meeting where we were like walking through our SEO process for lead generation with my team and also with some of our clients. Like, we invited our clients in because the whole purpose, the whole point in our coaching programs, anyways, is to give each of our clients a replicatable system that they can utilize in their business. It is not for me to just tell you what to do, teach you what to do, etc. It's like also about this replicatable system that you can utilize over and over again, even after you're done working with us. All right. So effectiveness must be solved early on and continuously so that the problems you have don't scale with the company, right? In this example, it's hard to scale at that point, but i have seen it happen where people spend thousands and thousands on ads thinking that the thing was going to be fixed if you just put more people through it and really it's just like a leaky bucket like all those leads are falling down the other side and not actually producing revenue for the company so again really working on that effectiveness so that each thing you're doing is working optimally Number 2 is customer success journey, right? How are sales made? Is there a predictable way in which sales are made daily, weekly or monthly and or monthly in your business? And then if this customer success journey is not dialed in, the main problem that you can run up against is that you'll run out of money, right? Lack of cash flow. So it's important to dial in that customer success journey especially in an online business where the majority of how selling is taught as you're trying to scale is through launching right and launching can really only occur like i mean you could launch once a month but you'd be pretty damn tired but most people are launching once a quarter once uh, every six months or once a year So if you're launching once every six months, like, are you making no money in between? Because that is going to put your business in trouble. So you want to look at how your customer success journey goes and how to create consistent recurring revenue in your business. Next, you want to look at leverage. Okay. So again, we talked about that with the business model side, and that was, if you were to get a hundred customers, would you be able to handle that? when I talk to many coaches who don't have leverage in terms of their service, they can't, okay, because it would require so much from them that they literally could not fulfill on all of that. Um, And the other piece of leverage is really having a good team that you can rely on. So like I talk about one of the best things that I do in the whole day is have my daily team meeting with my team because I know that in those 30 minutes, and I meet with eight people in 30 minutes, and we go through everybody, and we talk about the most important things for that day, and everybody is crystal clear on what they're doing, and we are crystal clear on where everything is with all projects. And so that team that you can rely on is a big part of your leverage and having and running a team that is effective, again, um, is going to be key. All right. So first we talked about scalable business model and making sure that you're using the three-tiered, three-pronged revenue stream so that you are creating an insurance policy within your own business. Okay. And the way that you roll that out is really important. We talked about North Star offer before, and that's my recommendation. So go back and listen to that episode if you need a refresher. Next, um, we talked about um, scaling with effectiveness, your customer success journey, and leverage. And next, uh, after this commercial break, we're going to be talking about the secrets that most people won't tell you about scaling up a business. So now, we're going to give a shout out to one of our listeners. She did not, this person, he or she did not leave their name. And so it's just SVH0111. And they write Great blend of practical and motivation. I really enjoy a businesswoman who keeps it real, shares her expertise, and genuinely cares about the success of her team and fellow boss ladies. I'm diving into all of the IDE world and I'm already seeing small subtle shifts in my business. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you leaving a review. If you would like to be featured on a future upcoming episode, go ahead and leave a rating and review. I think what happens is it'll just use whatever your Apple iTunes ideas. If you're anything like me, I use like an email from I don't know when I was like in high school. (laughs) So you may want to leave your name at the bottom. And if you leave your name and website, we can like actually shout you out and point people to your website. So please, if you're going to do that, first of all, go leave a rating and review. Number two, we'll do a nice little shout out for you when you do that. All right. So now let's get into secret number three, which is the secret that most people won't tell you about scaling up a business. Specifically, a coaching business. All right. The secret is that you've got to invest to scale. Okay. You have to invest to scale. Now, this whole episode was about how to make more doing less, which is what scaling means. Okay. So, here's what the secret is in the beginning phases of your business, it feels hard because you are investing time. You are investing a lot of time into learning things, into figuring out who your avatar is or your ideal client, like who you're gonna market to, what their pain points are, like etc. You're investing a lot of time. And so the first like 100,000 or so, it feels hard because you're mostly investing your time to grow. But as you bring in more revenue, you're gonna want to invest money back into the business, into scaling, right? So that means an effective and profitable team. It means Facebook ads that produce an ROI for you. It doesn't have to be Facebook, but it could be any platform, but basically paid advertising, right? So like that is how you scale. You scale by investing, And so in the beginning phases, you're probably having more time than money. As you grow to a certain level, you're going to have more money and you'll be able to invest more money and less time. And so the key to making more and doing less is to really be cognizant of how you've been investing in your business. And asking yourself if you're ready to start investing in a new way, right? Do you have the funds to even reinvest into marketing a little bit more 10% of your revenue or something like that, right? Really looking at how can I start to reinvest my money back into the business so that I can specifically into like team and marketing? Those are the two main investments that I'm talking about here. I think all the time, hands down, investment needs to happen into coaching, especially if you're a coach. You cannot be a coach. I mean, you can, but it would be hypocritical. It would be hypocritical to be a coach, ask people to pay for coaching and not be in coaching yourself and get coaching yourself. I think that that would be hypocritical. So one, invest always in coaching. And that's all the way down the line, okay? Because again, goes back to the decision-making, goes back to the advisory. The highest level thinking that you can do and the most important work for you to do, especially at any phase in your business, is the decision making you're doing and coaching helps you to make better decisions more informed decisions so that's always hand down but then from there is really like okay do i have more time do i have more money to invest into these areas and that would be paid advertising that would be team and those are the resources that are going to allow you to scale Okay. Those are the resources that will allow you to scale and all the while continuing to make really good empowered decisions. All right. So in summary, number one key to make more doing less is building a scalable business model. This means having a revenue stream that does not require you to service your clients all of the time and it's not exchanging dollars for hours. Number two was really building out the three keys to scaling your business number one the effectiveness of your business like how is work done is it being productive are people producing revenue for your company all of the effectiveness type of things and really making sure that the marketing is very effective right through what we called messaging we gave the example of the facebook ads expert who brings in all these leads and then it's really a messaging issue so even those leads were probably not going to be qualified if they were brought in all right. Next, your customer success journey. Really, what does that look like? How are sales made, et cetera. We talked about leverage and making sure that you have team as well as those revenue streams that are able to leverage your service side as well. And lastly, we talked about the secrets that people don't normally talk about to growing and scaling a business. And that is that it's going to take time and money. So what are you willing to invest in really looking at your investments in a way that is going to really cater to where you are, to what you have and being resourceful with the resources that you do have. So that is what I have for you today. We are currently still in the final couple of days of open enrollment for Impact formula message clarity. This is a smaller, bite sized introductory offer to help you to really lay the foundation for messaging that is able to double your rates and sell your products and programs with ease. So it's all about messaging, it's about being effective with your message. No matter what stage of business you're in, we're really wanting to work with you on that message that is going to allow you to attract high paying clients what are the ways in which you can talk about and make offers that are going to move the needle in your business. So it's all about messaging, which we call two things. It's solidify your specialty, right? So really being an expert at what you do. And then the other part of that is rejection proof offers. So we're going to be working on those two things and it's a live workshop we're running for six weeks. And within that six weeks, we uh, are going to help you to double your rates and sell at that rate within that time frame. So most people, like as soon as two weeks in, you should be selling. Okay. That's not even a question. So if you want more information on that, go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash impact dash formula dash message dash clarity. And we'll include a link to it in the show notes. If you are listening to this when we are not open for enrollment we really only open this up for one week so like this is the time now to come and join us but if you are listening to this and it's not the live time right now go to that page because you can get on a waiting list for a time that we run it again in the future. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have an amazing day. And as always, if you have questions, comments, concerns, anything you want me to cover, come and reach out to me on Facebook at the Coaching for Impact community is our community. All right. See you over there. The Profitable Impact Formula the program that helps you to add six and seven figures into your coaching business with ease, here is what some of our clients are saying. I know what to do and I don't know how to do it. I'm like, I need to figure out how, because I know there's a way to get from this point in my business and move forward. Clearly I am not doing that well on my own. When you want to get to a certain level and when you want to like really explode your business not just work on like niching and like very simple launching and things like that, you you definitely need someone who really, really knows their ship. It's simple evidence-based business practices. If you go to any business school, this is what you're gonna learn. The only difference is that you've now made it into a practical application that people like me who didn't go to business school can at least understand how to apply it. That personalized approach really surprised me. The fact that anytime I have something urgent and I ask you in our private Facebook group and you reply the same day, that's amazing. Hitting consistent five-figure months was a huge thing for me. I trust my team so much now to do specific things because I understand their skills. I went from a problem of not having any clients and income to the problem of not having time, and that just pushed me to learn about hiring people, about scheduling, time management, and all that. I had a 64% increase in my overall income from a business, and it's been consistent incomes. I can enjoy growing my business camp, and I think I lost that for a while because I got so stuck working in my business that I didn't know how to step back and work on it, and I actually saw how I could do that over time. The sales phase will tell you so much. A conversation will tell you so much. But honestly, like until you experience the transformation and or see for yourself all of the tools that are available, all the resources, exactly how much you give, exactly how present you are, um, how you customize new trainings all the time, or just just how you how you coach people at different levels, like you won't know until you jump in. I hope you enjoyed that recap. Go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com slash impact dash formula to learn more and join the program today.